You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Everybody, episode 185 of Beshik Talk International, the Black Eagles podcast. I am your host, Sinan Gordon, live from New York City. And yes, indeed, a good number, 185. And uh, with a, a nice number like that comes a, a special episode. I'm kicking off our uh, Champions League preview series, uh, and we're starting it off with uh, a very fun club, uh, perhaps the, the the biggest of, of everyone in the group, fittingly, I think we could agree, maybe historically or uh, based on historic success and um, sort of stature in Europe. But yeah, so I think I'm going to go with Ajax as the number one team in that sense. Maybe not necessarily the strongest team in the group. Um, on paper, that might be Dortmund, for example. But it's kind of a toss-up between those two, right? And certainly, um, what's so fun about our group is that, in theory, any one team could beat the other on, on any given day, depending on how we're all playing. So. Um, each of these teams is going to be fun to cover, and hopefully we'll be able to learn a lot about each of them. Um, but so yeah, I'm trying to get some special guests to come represent each of these teams. So bear with me as I round up said guests. I've got some good leads. Um, but so, um, yeah, first, we're starting with Ajax, of course the Dutch team. Everyone knows of them. Uh, I don't really have to say too much about them in the, in the build-up here to the interview. Uh, I will mention, of course, that they are champions in the Netherlands for anyone who, uh, or in the Eredivisie, for anyone who isn't particularly refreshed in that regard. Um, historically, if we look at their, their runs in Europe of late, <clears throat> one of their more famous um, performances would be three seasons ago in 2018-19, when they made it all the way to the semi-finals of the Champions League, where they eventually lost to Tottenham Hotspur. Um, very impressive run, obviously, you know, in, in theory, kind of pegging above their level given how much money is being spent by oil magnates and whatnot, but, you know, well, that's part of the charm of, of Ajax, I think, and, and, and their, of their lore, is that they have this ability to consistently perform pretty well, despite, you know, um, often relying on their academy and, and, you know, doing very well with player development and, and having their system that they're typically very true to. Uh, very uh, pretty, you know, nice to look at, if you will, uh, system. Lots of passing and smooth attacking-oriented play. So, um, you know, I think everyone, I've often myself said we should follow the Ajax model, or <laughs> what's funny too is also the Dortmund model, right? Two very um, development-heavy teams a real history of strong academies and 
um, you know, really uh, not just having good young players, but developing them and giving them a chance to flourish. So uh, a lot to be jealous of in there in this regard. But so yeah, anyway, back to where I, I'm, I'm on a tangent. Uh, but so yeah, after that very impressive 2018-19 season, they sort of flew under the radar. Uh, the next season, 2019-2020, they uh, got bumped out of the group stages in the Champions League, third place, uh, but then lost in the round of 32 to uh, Getafe. Um, so, you know, that's not their finest hour, perhaps, right? Uh, and then last season, uh, another uh, slightly less glorious result than that 18-19 run. Um, but, I mean, pretty pretty impressive. Certainly, like, we've been on runs like this and been very happy with them. Uh, but, so, again, they got third place in the uh, Champions League group stages. And then in the Europa League, they made it through the round of 32, getting past Lille. Everyone knows they were the champions of France last season with Burak Yilmaz, Kral. Um, and then in the round of 16, they beat Young Boys, 5 to nothing aggregate, um, so impressively. And then they made, they made it all the way to the quarterfinals, where they eventually lost to Roma on a 3-2 to two aggregate. Excuse me. So um, a very nice run, very impressive. Could easily have made it to the semis, you know, in a, in a tight knit affair with Roma. So they'll be tough opposition, you know, a real history in Europe and, and pedigree there. So, you know, again, I, for me personally, and I said this in the podcast, it wasn't I wasn't just fluffing them up. I really do have a, a, a deep respect for Ajax, and I and I suspect they'll be a contender for for that first spot. Um, but so yeah, without further ado, let me talk a little bit about our guests, and then you know, in fact, they, they talk plenty about themselves uh, because I asked them to. I'm not no no offense there. Um, but so yeah, let's just quickly brief. You know, I found a really good English speaking podcast um, for IX. It's called We Talk IX. One word. Um, you can find them all over the place on, on Instagram, Twitter, etc. Uh, really quality affair video podcast. They do it live. Uh, they they have guests guests regularly. Um, in a lot of ways, it's what I what I strive to be um, for, with this podcast. So I, I you know respect to those guys. Um, you know, I, certainly at least in terms of, I mean of uh, fan engagement. It's great to see how many listeners are tuning in lately. Um, but yeah, I'd love to get more feedback from from listeners. Obviously, those little after the beep segments were a lot of fun last season with the Southern Eagle coming in a lot, and um, you know I'm trying to get more regular segments like cons, hashtag cons corner and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, hopefully I'll have some news on that front eventually. But anyhow, um, yeah. So these guys run a real tight ship. Great podcast. Uh, it's on YouTube. You know, like I said, it's a video a thing. Do check out, I know I appeared on theirs uh, in, the, in the previous week. They do a kind of extra segment where they were doing these these previews for the Champions League. And so you can see my face for those who, who are used to hearing my voice. Um, like I said, you can find links all over the place uh, if you're on Twitter at WeTalkIax, one word, um, also Instagram. And, and you know there are videos all over the place there and links for you to, to find. So yeah, check that out. Uh, and, and, and certainly if you're interested in Ajax, check them out for anything else as well. Um, but yeah, really high quality production. Uh, and yeah, so anyway, without any without any further ado, let's just cut to the chase. Um, folks, the interview with two of the We Talk 
IX guys, um, yeah, I'll let them talk about themselves. So today we have a fantastic opportunity to learn a little bit about our rivals in the Champions League in the group stage. Of course, everyone will, will recall that we've um, we've drawn from pot one, Sporting Lisbon, from pot two, Borussia Dortmund, from pot three, Ajax, and, and we are the pot four representative. But so today we're starting with Ajax. And what's ironic is that despite them being pot three, they're potentially the most um, prestigious of, of, the, of the four clubs in our group. Certainly one of the biggest reputations internationally, uh, historically, all of that. But so today we have a great opportunity to speak with the folks over at We Talk Ajax uh, to talk about their team a little bit and to inform us about them. So I'm going to hand the mic to you guys. Now, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourselves. What are your names? Tell us about your podcast. Um, yeah, I'll hand you guys the mic. What do you What do you have to say? <laughs> thank you, uh, Sinan. First of all, uh, thank you for having uh, for having me for having us on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, we're glad yeah. to talk about uh, about football and especially about our club, uh, of course. So uh, this is a pleasure for us. Um, we are uh, both uh, panel members uh, of the, the the video podcast on YouTube uh, called We Talk Ajax. Mm -hmm. um, we started about uh, I think more than two years ago and we thought that there isn't a, a like a podcast talking about Ajax in English while we have so many uh, fans abroad you know um, outside of the Netherlands so we um, we had this idea and and this wish to to make a podcast to fill that gap and uh, to inform the fans all around the world uh, about yeah in our view the most beautiful club in the world uh, Ajax and uh, you will probably say the same about Besiktas, but um, this is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do, and um, yeah, we, we have posted uh, a lot of videos uh, since then. And um, while starting out and having to figure out everything from the beginning, we starting to get more professional at it. And um, yeah, we still do it with a lot of love and with a lot of fun. And also, the recognition uh, from the international fan base is uh, all worth it. Because um, it, it's nice to talk about football in general and in life, but it's uh, especially nice to connect with fans with the same passion all over the world. Definitely. So um, this is something that we do uh, with a lot of passion and it's fun to do also. So uh, this is about, uh, about it short, uh, uh, briefly. And um, yeah, we're, we're glad to be here uh, talking about uh, Ajax and talking about your club, Siktas. Yeah. So um, real quickly, are you guys... In Amsterdam, is that where you're located? Like all of you, um, or are you sort of spread out? Sahbi, you take this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, I am. I'm indeed located in Amsterdam, born and raised. That's mm -hmm. how uh, basically my love for Ajax started uh, since my youth, uh, basically, mm -hmm. and it's uh, since since ten years old. So maybe the beginning of uh, of the nineties. It yeah, my love. For Ajax really grew. My family, my brother uh, was a real fan of Ajax and I went to the old stadium and yeah, once you, you're into the stadium, yeah, you feel basically the love and then it's love at first sight. And since then, yeah, we followed, I mean, I followed everything about Ajax and uh, uh, especially when they won the Champions League uh, in 95. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, as, as, as Ajax said, mm -hmm. it's... Uh, uh, it's, it's what is the best club in our view uh, of, of the world. And this podcast, the, our video podcast, is basically 
for the fans, by the fans, uh, and then for the inter international audience. And mm -hmm. yeah, we all know Ajax. As you said, it's a prestigious club. Many countries uh, are into Ajax. So yeah, we'll, our, our aim is to bring them all together and mm -hmm. have a discussion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's that's sort of what, what I'm going for here too. And obviously, yeah. I'm not going to pretend that uh, Besiktas is, is even close to, to Ajax as far as like global reputation. I mean, I have I have friends here in New York who are Ajax fans. Um, and I'm certainly the the one Beshik Touch fan that I know who's propagandizing everyone I meet. But, <laughs> um, but you know, we do what we can, right? <laughs> no, true. But I mean, we here in Amsterdam, we always we also have a lot of Beshik Touch fans. I mean, of course, there are a lot of Galatasaray and Fenerbahce fans. But <laughs> I mean, there are surely a lot of Beshik Touch fans here. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's also, also great to see. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah. I would imagine in in the Netherlands, there's a number. There are a ton of Turks, I think. So you you yeah, they probably all divide up between the the big three or four clubs in Turkey. Whereas here in New York, uh, there's not as much of a concentrated Turkish population. So like, I don't yeah, I don't know any other Besiktas fans like locally, but Ajax yeah. they they've made the uh, the pantheon here. Americans are somewhat like superficial so it's mostly like man you real madrid barca you know but but so for ix to have uh to have a presence that it says i think it says enough about your guys's uh reputations right well, good to hear nice to hear <laughs> um but so yeah let's 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 get it get into the nitty-gritty uh if we can so i guess first of all you know you've spoken a little bit obviously you've got a bunch of Turks locally who who support Besiktas, but like, do you guys? And uh, let's go with uh, Ajax. Um, do you do you have any history with Besiktas? Do you have any knowledge of them? You know, I hope uh, the only thing you don't remember is the eight nothing against Liverpool or something like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I do know some uh, some about Besiktas and and a little bit about Turkish football. Uh, but um, yeah, it's difficult for us, you know, because the 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 league of of, of uh, the Turkish league it's not broadcasted within the Netherlands, especially not on the on the on the um, yeah the TV programs we have here, mm -hmm. uh, also not on the paid ones. So it's difficult to follow the the matches uh, besides uh, the international games. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, you know about the big three, of course. Uh, you have Fenerbahce, you've got the Sarai and and Besiktas in in that order, I think historically. Uh, by by league wins, and uh, it's always difficult to play in in, in Turkey. Uh, the audience and and um, the atmosphere within the stadiums in Turkey, it's difficult to play there and uh, get away with some points. So uh, this is something I know by uh, by memory that always when you play in Turkey, it will be hectic and it will be difficult to uh, to get a win there. Uh, also about Besiktas, especially, uh, of course, I know the the Champions League run uh, a few years ago that uh, that you were were first in the in the in the group with uh, some big names, Monaco, Porto, Leipzig, from memory, I think. Oh yeah. So uh, that that was great and very unexpected, and uh, that says a lot about uh, about the team also that you cannot underestimate uh, Besiktas as a as a club, and um, for me. It is not an automatic six points uh, against your team. Uh, it will be difficult, and uh, I'm very looking forward to it. And, and hopefully, we can uh, get away with some points. But 
it's definitely not a clear case that uh, yeah that you will be last. Uh, you can easily be uh, first or second also in this pool. Yeah, um, Sabi, you have anything to add to that? Or sorry, I, I'll give you the next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but uh, yeah, I mean, not a lot to add. Uh, as I said, I have I have some friends who are uh, like really passionate about Turkish football, and because of them, I. I, I was not entirely following Turkish football, but I did follow, uh, did see some summaries uh, on, on television. And of course, Besiktas in the last couple of years did great. I mean, they became champions uh, last season and uh, they had, they're the first club who, who, who advanced to the knockout uh, stage in the Champions League. So yeah, they, they, they're progressing uh, bit by bit. Of course, Galatasaray and Fenerbahce are the most known club here in, in in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think uh, a lot of uh, Besiktas fans probably were happy when Galatasaray were, were slaughtered by PSV. They're not, they're not <laughs> sure, but... Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, if, if, I mean, Besiktas is a, is a well-known club, uh, a very well-known club uh, for me uh, uh, to say so. Yeah, definitely. Nice. That's good to know. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess a couple issues. I won't debate which is the bigger side between Galatasaray and Fenerbahce. I'll let them do that. Um, so yeah, that's, we'll leave that aside, but certainly yeah. I, I think we could agree that we're probably the third as far as reputation globally and all that. Although perhaps in recent years, we're, we're making a claim, you know, I, maybe in like exactly. 50 years or so, we'll be the ones that folks, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, Certainly, yeah. I think um, Galatasaray and Fener have really struggled in Europe. And, like, we haven't done exceptionally well in these last couple of years. Um, and a lot of it is financial woes, you know, um, nationally with, I won't go into government mismanagement, but then certainly also with the TFF and the, the, foot, the Football Federation we have yeah. locally, it's, it's, it's incredibly yeah. uh, not well organized. So, like, we've, we've, we've all struggled in Europe lately, although... Certainly, I think Galatasaray and Fener have done the most damage uh, as far as like coefficients and all of that goes. Um, but we, so, we yeah, know that no. feeling, trust me. Yeah. And you guys are, are, are interesting because you went through a, a period where you weren't as sort of dominant, um, not, not, not domestically, continentally, I guess, as you have been historically. And yet you've made these runs, in this case, like kind of against people's expectations and you've you've kind of you know reasserted yourselves because of that as as uh, a big club around Europe now I guess let's let's focus on you guys now tell us a little bit about Ajax and I'll start with you this time Sabi um starting 11 uh, uh you know the, sure. the current squad like the latest transfers and I guess like segue also like do you feel that you guys have been um playing like above your stations in Europe in the last couple of years or like kind of exceeding expectations or is that like not quite the case? Um, right, that's a lot well, of questions. <laughs> yeah, let's start bit by bit. Well, uh, I mean, talking about Ajax, uh, Ajax is obviously uh, the, the biggest club in the Netherlands, um, mm -hmm. doing quite well in recent years. Uh, uh, nationally also, uh, so domestically, but also internationally. Looking at the Champions League campaign in 2018-19, uh, the Europa League, Europa League uh, campaign uh, that we recently uh, had. So, I mean, we're, we're doing quite well. And with regards to the transfer campaign, 
you could you could say that I'm quite impressed because none of the of, of our biggest stars left. We have a, a, and we got some uh, we got some transfers coming in with the latest transfer of Darami, which is a which is a, a left winger, a player who is very quick, very fast, uh, technically very good. Mm-hmm. And that was a player that we that we currently missed. Some some mm-hmm. a player who can go deep, who has depth in his game. Because I think that's the main problem at this moment at our was side. He, did he come from Copenhagen? Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. From Copenhagen. That was at a good first, move. Yeah. Yeah. At first, we we opted for Suleimana, uh, which is also a very good player. But uh, unfortunately, uh, he went to uh, to to Stadaren, mm-hmm. and uh, in French in the French league. Uh, so we opted for Darami, who is uh, basically almost uh, as good as uh, as uh, as Sunemana is, and that's basically the typical player that we missed. So if we could compare it with last season, I think we are definitely better because we have a broader squad, we have more experience, and uh, I think we can do very well uh, this season, uh, um, if I say so. Nice. Anything to add to that? Uh, yeah, um, the, the, the thing is, uh, I think uh, he summed it up pretty well. Uh, our transfer window is like quite similar to yours, I think. Uh, I, I don't uh, think you sold a lot of players this season and you strengthened your mm-hmm. squad also. That's right. Uh, same, yeah. uh, same goes for Ajax. Um, the, the thing is, um, we, we have some problems, I think, with uh, the goalkeeper position. Uh, you all know probably the Onana situation with, with uh, taking a wrong pill and being suspended for nine months. Um, <laughs> crazy, we, yeah. Yeah, we now have uh, two, uh, yeah, like grandpas uh, for goalkeepers, <laughs> like uh, Stekelenburg and, uh, <laughs> and um, help me out Pasfair, here, uh, yes. Pasfair, Pasfair, yeah. yeah. um, who both are 38 years old, and we have a young coming goalkeeper called Gotter. And I do have some doubts uh, about that position for the European games because um, the, the gap between the quality Onana has and uh, the other goalkeepers is, is, is huge. Um, um, next to that, uh, I'm quite happy with um, yeah, being able to keep the, the squad together. Uh, also, I do think it would have been best for our squad also to have sold a few players because uh, if they stay too long at the club, this is also not uh, not good for the long run because you have mm-hmm. to like make some money from them. Yeah, and cash, also, cash uh, in, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Especially uh, with 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 clubs like like ours, uh, we are not like a club in England or Spain or mm-hmm. in France that they stay for like many years. We yes. we've been seen like yeah for a club like first go to Ajax, establish yourself in Europe, and then go to the big money clubs. Mm-hmm. So, um, but but for, for, for us, being able to keep the squad together, this hasn't uh, happened in the, in, in the previous year. So I have high expectations. Um, I think we can go beyond the group stage. Um, and yeah, I'm quite happy with, with the signings. We signed Berghuis from, uh, from Feyenoord, one of our uh, historically uh, p- competitors in, in Holland. Yeah. And it was a big move. <laughs> And uh, also, we signed Darami, like uh, like uh, Sahbi already said. So I have mm-hmm. uh, I have great expectations and hope for the season, but a little bit doubts about the goalkeeper position. And so, who do you? I'll ask, I'll start with you on this one. Who do you think is your most valuable player? You know, who is the? I mean, I I'm gonna say, sort of superficially, I'd guess that one might say Tadic, but 
Maybe you're surprised. The, 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 uh, the best player, in my, in my opinion, uh, the, the one that uh, is closest to the heart for me, is uh, definitely Tadic. This guy has yeah. been amazing for us. He's amazing. Uh, I mean, it's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Sabi, yeah, you have any... Uh... No, I mean, uh, of course, he's, he's the heart of the club. He is a true captain, a true leader of the team. You could clearly see that if he's absent in the team, uh, you, you could clearly see uh, uh, the way we play is a bit less than, than usual. Uh, but if I have to mention another player who was a real uh, force in, our, in, in the squad, that would be, in my opinion, Lisandro Martinez. Mm. He is a central defender, uh, <laughs> an Argentinian international at this mm -hmm. moment. And yeah, he's, he has so much grit and determination in his play. He's like a pit bull. He never gives any space to uh, uh, to an attacker. He's fast. He, he you could you could just you can just trust the whole defense, uh, basically because of him, mm. and, well, and 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 that's why I think he's also one of the most valuable player in in the squad uh, to me. That's worrisome yeah. <laughs> for us. Yeah, well, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna ask a lot of like I think our big question is whether or not we can figure out things offensively because we have so many new pieces up there and so um that's that's a shame no, i'm kidding i mean it's good for you guys yeah i mean <laughs> I, I mean of course uh, uh besiktas uh, had also some decent transfers uh, if I, if i may say so i mean you had Batshuawi, uh, uh you had um texera mm -hmm. and, and and of course the latest uh, transfer the loan spell of uh of Pjanic, which is an mm -hmm. excellent yeah. move. I think yeah. uh, he's uh, one of the better playmakers. So, yeah, excellent, excellent uh, transfer for Besiktas. I'm, I might say so. so. And that is a bit worrisome for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to be honest. I was shocked by the Pjanic move just because we were discussing, you know, in the on Twitter and the media and all that, just uh, a number of other options that were not nearly as exciting. You know, there was talk of maybe bringing back uh, El Neni, you know, from Arsenal, who we've had before. Yeah. And he's kind of a, he's an effective player, but plays sort of negatively, usually passes back, very conservative player. Yeah. At least that's, that was our experience. Uh, and so to, to pull Pjanic out of the hat there was, was quite yeah. the social surprise for it. Um, form. <laughs> now, I am about to butcher the name of your league. Sorry if this is the case. Uh, Edit Divisi, right? Is that... How is that pronunciation? <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's great. Uh, it's Eredivisie, so your okay. pronunciation is, is, is almost the same. It's great. So uh, could have been worse. Could have been worse. Uh, could have so been worse. could have definitely <laughs> been worse. It was a great pronunciation. There you go. Um, well, so you guys have started up, obviously. Like, how are you playing so far this season? You know, are you guys in good form out of the gates? Um, yeah, it's it's a difficult question because um, we were champions of of, of uh, our uh, our league last season, and this mean means that we started uh, the preparation later than than other teams like like PSV, who had to have a uh, a long run uh, trying to qualify for for the Champions League, so they were further up ahead um, mentality wise, uh, like fitness because they started earlier. So we actually didn't start the season that great because we lost 4-0 to PSV uh, in uh, in like the how do you say that in English like the the the, the shield you uh, yeah you, the super uh, cup the super cup oh okay yeah 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 okay so, so it wasn't and, a and, real 
a real competitive match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, 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 it wasn't really because they were further, further than we were and we got a red card, so that was difficult. Nice. Um, but, but it's always the same with, with us. We always start slow. Um, mm -hmm. This year we actually uh, won the first uh, um, league match. And usually, if you, if you look up the results, like in the last 10 years, a lot of uh, first uh, league matches we lost or we drew. So um, this was actually quite good. Now we have seven points out of three matches. We only uh, had one draw. Uh, it was the second match. And I think we are starting to find our form. Um, you have to take into account also we have a lot of players who came in late to, uh, to join the team. Because uh, like Anthony, our winger, he played at the Olympics. Uh, you had some other European tournaments uh, while players were being absent and had some vacation weeks after that. So they joined the team later than, than the other players who didn't play those tournaments. And it's difficult to find the match fitness, match fitness uh, with, with, with those players. They have to have some time to gel into the squad. That's so, um, yeah, it's also up to our coach, Erik ten Hag, to find uh, the right uh, pieces for the puzzle because he's mm -hmm. still trying out sometimes players at uh, different positions and with, um, with different kind of uh, outcome. So all, all, uh, all with all... Seven points out of three matches is good, but we're not at the number one position, so that's always bad. That's funny. You know, you could have just been describing Besiktas. We also have seven points from the first three matches. We also drew the second match. Uh, also, <laughs> have been waiting, you know, trying to bring in parts that, you know. So, like, I think a lot of folks would have forgiven even maybe lesser results because because we're, you know, we haven't had a striker. We, you know, he only played one match, and uh, Alex Teixeira just played in the last match, too. So, you know, Despite that, getting seven points, yeah, we're all fairly pleased, I suppose. Um, but so that's funny. Exactly the same form <laughs> in that sense. Um, Sabi, so I, I mean, I, I think that pretty much covers that. There's not much extra information needed there. So why don't we move on to the next one with you? Um, how would you guys describe Ajax's playing style, uh, strengths, weaknesses, you know? I mean, we've kind of covered that maybe through individual players already to some extent, but... I'll let yeah. you uh, add anything else you might want to. Yeah, I mean, uh, our, our our playing style is is very well known. We always play four three three, always with the with the with the right winger and left winger, attacking. Uh, uh, try to attack as much as possible. Possession play. Uh, we have a lot of uh, possession, ball possession. It's always at least sixty percent. Um, and, 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 and with lesser teams, it's, sometimes it goes to 70-75%. So we always have the ball and we try to attack as much as possible. Uh, and with, with, with a lot of players not, uh, uh, not standing on their, in, their, in their position, but a lot of movement uh, during the game, which makes it a lot difficult for, uh, uh, for the opponent uh, to defend. And... and, and mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's basically our, our, our trademark. We try to attack as much as possible. Our weak spot is the, uh, because of that is our weak spot. Uh, weak spot the 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 counter attacks. I mean, uh, we have a lot of problems against counter teams, uh, just as uh, we saw against PSV. We played a very good uh, first half, but they scored basically during their counter attacks. So that's something that is really our weak spot, and that's something which our trainer Tanakh uh, really needs to search for a solution. Uh, that's a big issue, and 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 of course, as Ajax said already uh, earlier, 
our keeper's uh, uh, position uh, is weak. I mean, we had Onana. He, he will come back somewhere in November. He will be eligible to play in November. But, I mean, he's our most wanted at this moment. One of the most wanted. Nobody likes him. Everybody hates him at this moment because we feel he's a snake. Uh, he tries to leave as a, as a free agent while he got salary uh, in the period that he was uh, suspended. Uh, our whole legal team was behind it. The whole team, whole squad uh, was behind it. But nonetheless, yeah, it's it's like he he left us and he, he chooses his own path without helping out his team. And uh, well, he and but yeah, he's one of the greatest keepers uh, that we had. Unfortunately, I don't know whether Ten Hag will be able to to uh, to start with him when he's eligible to play. Uh, I don't think so, but yeah, it remains our weak spot if he doesn't play. Interesting. I mean, I'll add one note for you guys that could be a silver lining. Last season, we were in the same position and we um, kind of handed the reins. Like while we were shopping, we handed the reins over to this 18-year-old from our, our academy. And he's now currently our starter. Maybe he was 19, but uh, he, he ended up having a fantastic season. You know, we won the championship with him. You know, in the goal. Yeah. Uh, so maybe this is like the opportunity that some some kid yeah. needed. You know. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I mean, uh, if it was up to us, then it would be the same for us <laughs> with Horter. But mm -hmm. uh, Overmars, our technical director, he he chose to uh, to uh, get Pasfer, which is which was a, which was the keeper of one of the air division clubs. Mm -hmm. uh, Sorry. Vitesse, indeed. yeah, from Vitesse, yeah, from oh, Vitesse, sure. yeah, Vitesse, yeah. And, and 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 now we have Stekelberg, who is our first keeper, and uh, and Pasviru is our second keeper. But as Ajax said, these are oldies, 38 years old, with no real future. And we, we, yeah, I don't think they are Ajax material at this moment. We need to improve. And now it's it, it's like it's like we are stagnating. We're not we're not at the same. We're we're not improving because of mm -hmm. the keeper situation. But yeah, it is what it is at the moment. I know. Don't, I know uh, don't expect a second youth from them, uh, Sinan. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you have anything to add to that, by the way, as far as like form or... Um, no, or, I think... Or I, think uh, Sakhbi, I, I think Sakhbi summed it up uh, pretty well, but I have some mm -hmm. uh, things to add. Um, I agree with, uh, with the style he described, of course. Uh, we, are, we are well known for it, like through the decade, it's something that is, is tied to, to our club. You know, the philosophy, the way of playing, uh, the attacking style, the high ball possession. Uh, Johan Cruyff uh, uh, also introduced it at, at Barcelona. But yeah, the we Ajax doing system. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were doing it way before uh, they got famous with their tiki-taka. Um, so that, that is something to add to that. And also the transitional defense that uh, Sahbi already touched upon. Uh, we have quite some problems with uh, when we're losing the, ba uh, the ball high up the field because we play against a lot of teams that park the bus, you know, with, with like 10, 10, 9 people behind the ball. Uh, then we have problems with the transitional defense because when you get sloppy when playing around with, uh, with the ball and they, they intercept, we have some slower players on the midfield like, uh, uh, like Blint, for example, who's been played on the midfield. He's now being played on the left back position. He has... A tremendous passing, but he has 
very, very, uh, he's very slow uh, speed-wise. And um, also to add to this, um, we have a great central defender in Martinez, like uh, Sahbi already described. But both of our central defenders, uh, also uh, Timber, uh, they are like 180 uh, tops. So they have great leaping ability and aerial uh, ability, but um, against some bigger guys, we can have problems with that uh, through the air. So um, a player like um, Alvarez, he has to help out from like the central uh, midfielder position uh, to help out with uh, those kind of situation with long balls. Uh, so this is something to, um, to also be wary of because this is, this is a little weakness also, uh, in my opinion. Nice. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll let you guys know. I mean, our fan, our listeners probably know this, but um, we are a side that similarly um, holds most of the ball because we're playing against weaker sides, you know, in the league for the most part. Um, although a number of us have often said that we seem to be more effective on the counter sometimes. So that could be something to look out for. Although, again, with that said, when, with all the new pieces in our attack, perhaps yeah. that'll take some of the... Uh, the edge off of that counter. So, I mean, it, it could be a good matchup in that sense for us, but on the other hand, obviously you guys are the more talented side. And so, I mean, it, I mean, it, it should be fun. I, I definitely think you guys will get your three points at home. Uh, the, 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 obviously that the hope for us is that maybe, you know, at home we can maybe nick a point off of you guys and maybe one off Dortmund and, and then maybe ideally beat Sporting. Maybe even twice, ideally. Although that's that's a big ask, I think. Sporting is honestly also quite talented. So I mean, it's so, really so, a great group. So let's just agree: you can, you guys, take three points for Sporting at home and three points from Borussia Dortmund at home, and just give us the three points. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you guys go. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a deal. <laughs> deal, 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 oh, good deal. <laughs> Maybe you can give us one of your like academy projects, you know, in a few years as a compensant, a recompense. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> like uh, we got. Ozan from I think it was AZ Alkmaar. Like I mean, he actually had already gone elsewhere before we got him. But so, so you know, I didn't, didn't hear you quite well. Who did you get from uh, AZ Alkmaar? Oh, uh, Ozjakup, you mean? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. years yeah, ago, yeah, right? Yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, a guy yeah. who we should have sold like the second year to to England because they were looking, and then he's sort of gone downhill. So, but anyway, yeah, uh, we yeah. can do a better job. Give us another chance. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> I'll let you go first this time. Uh, yeah. Champions League now. Expectations, yeah. hopes. We've sort of touched on it a little bit. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think is realistic for you guys? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I think uh, with our group, anyone can beat anyone, mm -hmm. to be honest. Uh, I do have confidence in, in our squad and in our, in our ability uh, to progress to the next round. I actually... I will be quite sad if we will not be able to reach the, the, the knockout stage because we've been handed, with all due respect to all teams, we've been handed tougher groups than this uh, last sure. year. Yeah. And uh, I think um, historically uh, and, and the way Ajax has been playing last year in, in, in Europe and also being able to keep the squad together and actually also uh, get some great signings, we actually should be able to reach the next stage this is what i'm expecting from the team and i think a lot of fans in in our in our country also expect of, of ajax so uh nonetheless it will be difficult matches uh for, like i said earlier in this podcast i do not think it's uh it's a clear case that besiktas will be fourth and we will be first or borussia dortmund will be first anyone could beat anyone but i do think we would be able to at least uh yeah get the second place 
and um, who will be first is very difficult to uh, um, yeah to predict. Certainly, definitely. Sabi, any additions there? Yeah, I mean, uh, we can all agree that all the fans in our group are quite happy with this draw. I mean, we all avoided the the top clubs, the cities, mm -hmm. the the PSGs, etc. So I, I think we can all uh, say that this is a great group for all of us. Uh, it will not be a walk in the park, but in my opinion, it's a must that Ajax uh, uh, should go through, irrespective whether it's first or second position. I mean, as I just said, we had way tougher groups in uh, during the last seasons. This group, we it, it, it's these are clubs which you can defeat, but can be defeated as well. But at home, I think we should at least have seven points. Uh, and with the seven points, I mean uh, a draw against Dortmund and a win against Besiktas and a win against uh, Sporting. And then get at least one point, uh, uh, one point in Germany, Turkey and in, uh, and in Lisbon. I think it's doable. And I, I, I know Besiktas. Uh, I know. I mean, I mean, I went to Istanbul some years ago. I saw the stadium from the outside, the Vodafone <laughs> Park. It's fascinating, really fascinating. The stadium, mm. and uh, and we all know how passionate Turkish fans are. So it will not be a walk in the park. Definitely not. Uh, when when either of our clubs play in 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 uh, uh, in Turkey, uh, uh, whether it's Dortmund or Sporting or us. So I think you Besiktas will take will definitely take some points from the competitors. Hopefully not of Ajax, but <laughs> I will be I will be content with one point uh, uh, as long as you take more points of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and yeah, uh, it, and Besiktas is a dark horse. Uh, so yeah, anything can happen. Uh, I hope uh, uh, both teams will advance, of course, to the knockout stage because. Uh, uh, I really love uh, the way the fans are. By the way, also from Dortmund, also have great fans. Mm -hmm. I mean, all so, like we really did get a special group in that sense. I think. Yeah, indeed. So uh, yeah, the fan base are, 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 are terrific. I don't know a lot about sporting, but the fans of Dortmund and 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 Besiktas, yeah, superbly uh, superb fans. So yeah, let's hope for 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 for, uh, for, for great matches. And uh, as I said, I expect that we advance. Nice. Yeah, I it's 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 odd that it's the case where we're talking about you guys as the the pot three entry kind of I would say I would say as favorites, you know, um, traditionally you expect pot one to have the strongest teams. And then this year it was oddly pot two somehow. Uh, yeah. And and so pot one and pot two, I think both of us can be relatively pleased. Right. Like we didn't. Um, pot one could have been worse. Could have gotten Bayern or or Inter or something. Pot two, we could have gotten PSG, Man U, definitely Real Madrid, Barca, Liverpool. Right? Like, Liverpool. Oh, but, but Real Madrid, we can handle, man. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys are fine with them. That's right. I yeah. forgot. <laughs> easy, 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 easy. Um, but so yeah, you know, it's it's funny. Like I think you guys are like the one side in pot three that we wouldn't have wanted to see. Um, and then for pot four, I, we actually had the highest coefficient rating of all those sides. But I, I think AC Milan was the side we probably, you guys are probably happy to avoid. But exactly, yeah. Um, you know, uh, all in all, 
Sorry? Your, your, your side was, wasn't my first uh, pick that I wanted in the group. Uh, there were many more that I would have rather had than Besiktas. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it's quite a strong team from, from pot four, if you ask me, uh, alongside Milan. Well, and so, it's funny because uh, we could have been pot three. Like the day before, I think because some other side, I, I can't remember. There was like a few results we were waiting on. So we would have actually ended up as pot three too, um, but not for someone losing somewhere else and you know whatever it was but yeah. so yeah. it was a real close close call there unfortunately yeah yeah for us for for the two yeah, of us <laughs> yeah indeed but yeah you have you, you now have the possibility to play against ajax eh? so that that could no, be for sure. uh, <laughs> that could be a good thing. No, though. no, but but with, without a joke, uh, what Sahbi said is 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 quite true. Like uh, you have some atmospheres uh, around the world, you know, in certain stadiums, and if if it will be able to um, to have a full arena, a young crowd arena this season, it's quite something special. Uh, if the if the stadium is filled for European matches, it's 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 um, yeah. We do not lose a lot of points at home, and it's quite some atmosphere in in, in the stadium, just like. Uh, Sahbi said uh, about your uh, your team in the Vodafone Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the Johan Cruyff Arena, uh, if it's full in uh, in uh, European nights, it's quite something else. Well, and what's also great about all of this too is that we both, and and I think we can throw Dortmund into the pile too. The three of us all have very passionate fans, but who are not yeah. notorious for hooliganism or you know, causing a lot of trouble around Europe or anything. So, I mean, I could actually imagine very passionate, but even friendly atmosphere. I mean, it it should be great, I think. You know, it, it's yeah. certainly great for this to be the group where the fans are coming back, because I think we all have such great fans. So, Yeah, um, and, 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 the, and the good thing for Besiktas fans is, of course, in Germany, there are also a lot of Turks. Sure, so <laughs> and, I, and of course, the Netherlands, yeah. In the Netherlands, got- too. So, I may assume... <laughs> A lot of fans will will try to sneak in the, into the stadium by oh, yeah. <laughs> buying tickets on the black market or something. Oh yeah, I can, I have a I few can also I can also predict to you one thing: if if Besiktas is able to win a match against Ajax or against Dortmund, you can expect the Turkish fans uh, driving around in their car late in the night, like honking their their horn, <laughs> you know. Uh, through the streets, uh, uh, sure. like celebrating, they do this in Amsterdam. They do this a lot when yeah. when their favorite club win. So mm-hmm. uh, this will be will be the case, I think, uh, if they win against Borussia or against Ajax. Oh, for sure, yeah, you can expect that. <laughs> uh, well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. It was great to hear uh, your guys' perspective, obviously. Now, quickly, and I'll let Sabi start up this one. Uh, tell us finally. Like, do you guys have any projects to plug? Certainly give us your Twitter, um, the podcast Twitter, anything else you might want to, you know, if you're writing anything or, you know, I don't know if you guys are prolific in that sense. I, I'm not. I'm a lazy, just a podcaster, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> I hand you the mic. What do you got to offer us? <laughs> well, uh, uh, we've got, of course, uh, the, 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 the uh, YouTube podcast of uh, We Talk Ajax. And uh, uh, in that podcast, we discuss. We, we have, of course, the league games, which we discuss as a fan uh, uh, between panel member and the host. And we, uh, we always choose an international fan to discuss the game as well, more to interact with our audience and to to have their uh, their view of the game. So it's always good to uh, to to uh, to have such fans uh, available. And we got, uh, of course, in uh, extra talks midweek where we discuss all the topics around Ajax. 
uh, it could be transfers, it could be uh, tra uh, it could be news, IX news. Every uh, topic can be uh, will be discussed, and just like uh, we were discussing uh, uh, with you uh, with you, Sina, on the Besiktas game. We also yeah, uh, on yeah. Besiktas club. We also have podcasts with other Champions League uh, um, contenders, uh, uh, competitors. So it's uh, yeah, a lot of uh, and and we're also very active on Twitter. We have a nice. uh, we have a, a, a Twitter page of We Talk We Talk Ajax. Uh, hopefully you'll be able to uh, write that down in the or or or, or you mentioned that in the in your Twitter. Sure. And uh, yeah, people can always have a look and uh, and and and, and uh, yeah, subscribe. Great. And so, yeah. what about you? You personally, how do they follow you on Twitter? I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll tell follow, them eventually. But... <laughs> yeah, they can they can they can follow me on uh, uh, Ajax Sahbi uh, on Twitter. And it's uh, Ajax uh, uh, Sabi, and then uh, uh, the Twitter uh, link. Um, yeah, where I always give my opinion on Ajax, also on football, uh, on football topics, not mainly on Ajax, but football topics. But my uh, uh, my main objective is to, yeah, to, uh, to 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 bring out my opinion, to get out with my opinion on Ajax topics, and uh, yeah, love to see some people. Uh, Looking on my page. Yeah. And so again, that's uh, at A-J-A-X, of course, but then Sabi, S-A-H-B-I. So check him -A -H -B -I, out. S-A-H-B-I, yes. Uh, and then the, the famous I-Jax. How about you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, now, it's, it's quite the same as, uh, as Sabi. Um, we've been at it for more than two years now, and we, we have some personal goals for, for this year. Uh, we, uh, have to, uh, we like calling it uh, hashtag road to 1K. We like to establish uh, 1,000 followers um, in our YouTube channel. Right. So um, if you all would like to help us out and have a look at our channel, it's uh, www.youtube.com slash VTalk. Ajax, I believe. Uh, yes, VTalk Ajax. Yeah, and, uh, yeah in one word. Um, and yeah, it, we have some nice content there and also with international uh, fan database. So uh, also you like... Uh, participating in the last extra talk yeah, about the uh, Besiktas Ajax. That was so, awesome. um, yeah, we will be, uh, we will be doing our thing and trying to perfect things and, and trying to think about some new content for the coming, uh, season and years. And also, uh, I would like to mention our uh, Twitter account. It's, uh, at, uh, I, I believe it's at we talk Ajax also, uh, adjacent to each other. Mm -hmm. uh, let me check it for you. Yeah, also just one word, we talk Ajax. One, one word, yes. Yeah, it's at we talk Ajax. Yeah. So uh, if, uh, if you uh, want to follow us there, it would be also uh, nice to uh, have some international fans join our discussions. And uh, personally, you can find me at, uh, at I in the squad Jax. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's, that's our, our, our handles. And uh, we hope to, uh, yeah, to meet more, uh, more of you guys and uh, have collaborations in the future. And uh, yeah, also nice, uh, nice meeting you, Sinan, and uh, and hearing your uh, story about the Siktas also in our podcast. Uh, that was quite yeah. nice to uh, to to see. Yeah, it was, it was so a lovely fun. podcast. It was so fun. Yeah, and definitely. So for all of our listeners, go check them out. And if you want to see my face, my mug, it's up there. <laughs> so usually <laughs> you just get to hear our voices. So that's a fun uh, perk for our listeners, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Go check, go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll I'll link it too for sure in the in the description for our podcast and everything. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. It really was an honor to have you on. Uh, it was it a was pleasure. 
It was a pleasure indeed, Sinan. Yeah, our pleasure. Thank you for having us. Of course, of course. And uh, good luck to you guys uh, in your regular season, of course, even in Europe, except for uh, two matches. <laughs> I will, I'm not going to give you good luck for those ones, but for everything else. In fact, please okay. go ahead and destroy the, the rest of the, the group. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Goal differential, we'll you know. Um, yeah, but yeah, likewise, likewise. <laughs> yeah, we'll do our best. We'll do our best. I have more faith in you guys at the moment. You know, who knows? Anything can happen. Uh, guys, really, thank you so much. It really was pleasant. Thank you. Great stuff. Once again, thanks so much to those guys. Um, you can again follow them at I underscore Jacks. I like your I, E Y E underscore Jacks, J A X. Uh, also, you can follow Sabi at Ix Sabi, S A H B I, one word. Uh, follow, of course, their podcast at We Talk Ix. Uh, like I said before, uh, great, great show. Um, check out, of course, their segment on Besiktas. I think I uh, did a good job of, of being complimentary of them while also, um, you know, not selling us out, right? Uh, but so, yeah, check that out for sure. Thanks one more time to those fellas. Uh, I hope, you know, should the need arise, we'll uh, stay in touch, continue collaborating. Uh, really, really a pleasure meeting those guys. They're, they're real nice um, yeah, nothing but complimentary words for the guys over at We Talk IX. Um, I also had the pleasure of speaking with, I think it's Jose, uh, for, uh, in, in the episode that I did for them. Uh, also a really splendid guy. So yeah, just, uh, great guys. Excellent job of, of I think, telling us about their club and what we can expect. Uh, it should be interesting. I think in some ways there are some strengths of ours that could uh, match up well against them. And, and of course, in other ways, maybe not so much, right? They're a very talented side. They should put a lot of pressure on our back line. And we've seen them not do particularly well under pressure, uh, you know, late in the season last year, for example. Obviously, it's a new year. They've had more time together. They want to perform at the highest level, you know, so pressure can... can uh, do different things in different times, in different ways. This is a different type of pressure, perhaps. So let's obviously hope for the best. But yeah, I, I suspect Ajax will be very tough competition. Um, but anyway, once again, thanks so much to those guys for tuning in uh, and, and, and helping us out as far as informing you listeners um, about what we can expect from these these Dutch footballers. Um, or, I mean, you know, I guess they're from all over the place. But you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, but so that's it for, for this episode. Stay tuned for more. Um, I should have another one coming in before the next match day episode. Uh, I, I've got uh, Dortmund guy on the line. Another great podcast uh, that I really look forward to being able to bring you some, some information on. Obviously, with us facing Dortmund first, that's fairly significant. You know, I think we ought to... Uh, get that that in before the match if possible um so once again our first champions league match will be against borussia dortmund on wednesday september 15th 12:45 p.m here in new york city on the eastern coast check your local listing our second one is against ix september 28th 
again 12.45 p.m. here in New York on the eastern seaboard of the United States. So, um, yeah, we've, we're up ahead of the IX one by quite a bit. Sporting we have until October, so we have some time, I suppose. But again, I'd like to get these in uh, maybe in one go if I can. Uh, but obviously that depends on, on how quickly I can get their their feedback and their their input so stay tuned for more potentially i'll be back real soon with our with our dortmund one um but yeah otherwise stay tuned for our regularly scheduled program i'm glad that we could get some extra stuff for you this this time around uh, i know people may have maybe expected us to take a week off with the international break but instead they got two episodes uh thanks again to khan last week for getting the interviews we're giving him the week off because uh, he put in so much work over there. Um, but so yeah, he'll be back with more hashtag Khan's Corner. Uh, hopefully maybe to talk about Pjanic or, or the next match. We'll see. Um, and yeah, like I said, stay tuned as far as more episodes to come. Maybe you'll get another one even sooner than, than your regularly scheduled one next Monday. But uh, perhaps not. Stay tuned for more on that. And of course, as always, follow us um, at Eagles underscore podcast. Follow myself at Sir underscore rights underscore a lot. Follow us on Instagram, Black Eagles Podcast. One word. And uh, of course, let's go, Magic He's out. Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.